Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags. Today, we have a powerful episode, and as always, across this powerful oaken desk is... Assistant Manager, Mike Rez. What's up, Mike Rez? Hey, what's Ready going to rock on? and roll. Absolutely. Here, I got something for you. Remember this? Would 60 gallons be sufficient? Would 60 gallons be sufficient? <laughs> powerful throwback to our last episode. And speaking of throwback and powerful episodes, the last episode we talked about our movie giveaway. Mike Rez, we have another movie giveaway. What? How many freaking movies are we giving away? There's still a chance to win powerful copy of The Vault from Paramount Pictures. Rated R. Still a chance. Go on Twitter. Follow us at Amish B Machine. Retweet our powerful tweet, and we'll put you in the running chance to win what do we got for today's episode oh man what don't we have for today's episode we got song of the day that we'll be talking about dear mr fantasy by traffic powerful stevie winwood yes and uh we also are going to discuss uh one of the biggest summer blockbusters the first one would be the first summer blockbuster that came out would you consider it that i would godzilla versus kong godzilla versus kong not king kong versus godzilla No, we can't say I think I think we can be sued now. Oh, we can't. Oh, man. So we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, we have movies that we're giving away. We have all sorts of fun things going on. I watched uh, A Falcon and the Winter Soldier last night. I saw Falcon one and the Snowman or what was that powerful movie with yeah. Sean Penn? Dead Falcon and the Snowman? Snowman and the... I don't know. Look Mal- it up. The Maltese Falcon? Falcon and the Snowman. For the lot 1985. Of <laughs> We're not editing <laughs> shit. Yeah, no editing. Uh, 1985. It's a thriller drama. Wow, even for 1985, it's over two hours. That's a long movie for them. Yes. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. After his father finds him a job in the CIA, Christopher Boyce, played by Timothy Hutton, discovers the less reputable side of the American government through handling classified documents. It's the classic case, you know, classic story, American story. Powerful. Yeah. He grows increasingly delusioned. Yes. Dis- dis- disillusioned, sorry. Illusion, disillusioned. Yeah. I, it's my first time reading. Making references, illusions, use your illusion, whatever. Who cares? Powerful. Tell us about that powerful show you watched, Mike or Uh It's slow. It's, I only watched the first episode. It started off really slow. There's a... Uh, it's right after the the end game, the events of end game, and so they talk about the blip and everybody coming back five years later, and the Falcons trying to get a a bank loan. It gets denied. I mean, it's like real world shit going on. Even after 
Thanos is destroyed. Bank loan. Did he go to the bank? Yeah, he went to the bank. Who goes to the bank? Come on. <laughs> it was it was kind of weird, you know. And then they they have uh, you know, Bucky is yes doing his thing and trying to Bucky get, the Vampire Slayer, right? And he's going through, you know, therapy because why not? Do superheroes still have boys they hang out with? You know, Batman had Robin and Captain America had Bucky. No, well, the Falcon has a couple of nephews. Apparently. Oh. And no other young boys he hangs out with? No. No. Nothing. The Hulk had a young boy, too. I think his name was Rick Jones. What did they call him? I don't know. And uh, Superman. What was Superman's little boyfriend? The the photographer? Yeah. Jimmy? Yeah, he had a little. Is it Jimmy? Jimmy Buffett, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he had a little boyfriend, too. Yeah, and he went off to. I mean, friend that was a boy. Right. He went off to course have a great music career after the powerful career was over and we've uh often talked about on sitcoms they usually have a manservant mm. yeah just name a sitcom you know mr belvedere he that was the whole show was the manservant mr belvedere benson benson mr french uh um, fresh prince of bel-air had fresh a, prince of bel-air had jeffrey yeah of course you know if they were in england it would be joffrey Joffrey, yeah. or Jarvis. Jarvis. See, Iron Man had a... Uh, yeah. Well, he was more of an AI. No, I think he was more human. They always change things. Came a humanoid. Yes. Probably not an... He was a cannibalistic humanoid <laughs> underground dweller. He was you a think chud. So? Whoa. Kind of going off there. Powerful. Thanks for listening, guys. God, we're excited. Another powerful episode, another week another show so and another uh add going off on tangents <laughs> off the rails another powerful episode i looked into uh so last episode we talked about nfts non-fungible tokens go back and listen to that episode to find out exactly what those are but i looked into like creating one it's expensive to create one yeah and who gets that money uh it's a good question yes it's the uh the sites i think that host host your nft so they should have a dyi for nft yeah you know me yes i think the i think that's pretty much what these sites are trying trying to do but for now it's if you don't sell an nft for more than a hundred dollars you're losing money is what it boils down to basically really yep because it costs so you it, it costs to create the nft and then it they charge you again to post the NFT, but you're paying in cryptocurrency. And depending on when, what the mining fees are, and when there's more people online, like busier times of the internet, the mining fees are more expensive for something that doesn't really exist except through the internet and blockchain, stuff like that. So they charge you more, but the equivalent from you know whatever the cryptocurrency is to the U.S. dollar is outrageous so it was like i i just took a like a picture of one of the paintings that i've poured over the last year and a half just to see what it if i could create that as an nft and it was going to cost something like 78 dollars. it would be worth it though only if somebody paid more than 78 dollars for it why wouldn't they that's a good question i don't know why they wouldn't 
but yeah, it's it was just like, well, this is kind of ridiculous. Why would anyone? It's and it's kind of a pain in the ass to make to create because you gotta fill out all the information. They're not very friendly, user friendly for the first timers. No, it's kind of like when I created this powerful podcast in 2013. After eating macaroni and cheese. Yes, yes, exactly. You remember. I remember. Tell them the story. Tell the fans of Flock of Amish the origin story. I think story. you were like in a cheese coma, if I remember right, correct? Yes. In the vision of a... So I was playing Call of Duty. That's right. Eating enormous... Copious amounts. Yes, enormous quantities of macaroni and cheeses. Now, usually, I, I used to get macaroni and cheese, I mean the craft macaroni and cheese. I do enjoy that. Now, let me ask you this. Do you enjoy the straight macaroni or the elbow macaroni? Elbow. You, you need a joint on your pasta. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Why is that? It holds more sauce. It does. Let me ask you this. Shells or elbow macaroni? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I guess I'd have... Ooh. I don't know. I like the elbow, but the shells hold more sauce. I, I would go shells, especially if All it's right. like Velveeta uh, mac and cheese or whatever. Spiral or the bow tie? Spiral. All right. Yep. I always do spiral. If it's a choice between bow tie and spiral, it's always spiral. And I do that. One of the local grocery stores has a pasta bar now by where I live. And the, uh, the choices are spaghetti noodles, zucchini noodles, bow tie. Or the curly, what do they call it? They, I never remember the name. Well, I think it's... Starts with a C, though. Yeah, the... Cap. Cochran? Yeah, Cochran. Yes. But I always go with the... Uh, Johnny Cochran, I think. Yep. I always go with the curly, curly yes. noodles. So, it's... Uh, the Shep noodles. What? It, nobody asked, but I'm going to tell the flock anyway. What I normally do when I go to this pasta bar is I get those curly noodles... Thank you for still listening because, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just keep going and uh, I think they had too much monster there. Yeah, it's uh, we got the old fashioned monster today, the Zero Ultra. Yes, powerful. Yes, but I digress. So now I have to finish my pasta story. No, we got to do my origin. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> so I was eating I massive amounts of what tangent we in were on. macaroni and cheeses. And then I, I went to the store brand. Do you enjoy the store brand? Absolutely. I went to the store brand. Anyway, I ate a ton of macaroni and cheeses. And I passed out and I had powerful visions. And above me, this vision of this big wheel, a cog, a sprocket, if you will. Mm -hmm. If you will. Do you see if, what I did if there? If you will. Yes. And it said Amish baby machine. And that's why I created this powerful podcast. And what I was saying is back then they didn't have Anchor and Spotify and I had to go up on the roof of my barn and build an antenna and point it towards Polaris and Whoa. Yes. That's, that's the North Star, by the way. Not Ursa Major. No. Ursa Minor. That's Bears. What about Orion's belt? Yes, he has a powerful belt. It's full of nebulas. Wow. Have you ever Ever seen the Seven Sisters in the sky, not in the movie? Yes, that you normally watch. Powerful. God, we're gonna have a great show today, guys. We're talking about Godzilla versus Kong, Song of the Day, and let's finish up your pasta bar story. All right, so pasta bar story. So this is this. I'm hoping that I influence 
because you know that's the big thing is to be an influencer now. You want to uh, go to the if you get to a make your own pasta bar, you add the curly noodles, Alfredo sauce, and then you gotta add bell peppers, and then you gotta add the banana peppers for a little kick, and you get the shrimp. Always get the shrimp. Because at the pasta bar, shrimp doesn't cost any more than chicken. And you know it's fresh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if you want to confuse, like, the pasta bar chef guy. You... Chef. <laughs> you went to the Cordon Blue School. <laughs> That's right. You, you tell him to throw in the shrimp at the very end because pre-cooked shrimp, overcooked shrimp, tastes like rubber boots. And you chew on them forever. Yeah, that... <laughs> The chef there is pretty good. He used to work at the come and go at, uh, he made the sushi. Ooh. You ever eat sushi? I've enjoyed sushi. Do you like it? Do you like go out of your way to go get it? Negative ghost rider. Me either. I like sushi. I just never go out and get it. Yeah, but it's an appetizer. You know what I mean? It's just a little snack. Be, sure. Could yeah. be. Yeah. To me, that's not a meal. Well, you just got to get like nine or ten California rolls or whatever they're called. Yeah, but California rolls, that's not even really sushi. No, there's no sushi. It's an avocado, right? It's just veggies. And seaweed? And, and, and then people get all freaked out on sushi. And, oh, that's not sushi, and this is sushi, and, you know. Like no. swordfish versus tuna? Yeah, I'm not a big swordfish guy. It's a, kind of a greasy, dark fish meat. Not a fan. You know way more about swordfish than I do. Yes, I've enjoyed it in Hawaii. Ooh. Yes, and the many islands of Hawaii. What's your favorite Hawaiian island? So far, the big island. Really? How many have you been to? Maui, Oahu, big island. Three. Three? How many are there? Five? There's a bunch. There's a bunch of little ones. I forget all the names. Probably weird names you can pronounce anyway. Yeah, we're not properly. No. <laughs> God, we're having a great show. Mike Arez is at the pasta bar. I went and saw <laughs> Godzilla versus King Kong. Said it wrong again. Oh, it's Kong versus, what is it, what is it? Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus Kong. Kong. Although they do, should we talk about an hour? Should we, should we wait? You do whatever you want. I was going to say, they, during the movie, they, they kind of make the reference to King Kong. In there, there's a part of it that it may, aha, aha, that's what you say at a certain part. Oh, Mike Rez, let's get into song of the day. All right, song of the day today is uh, one that just popped into my head after listening to it for the first time in many, many years. It's Dear Mr. Fantasy by Traffic. Dear Mr. Fantasy is on the uh, Traffic album. Uh, from 1967, and it's from the album Mr. Fantasy, uh, and that was released uh, in December in the UK in 67, and then in 1968 it was released in the United States. Now there's some pretty interesting facts about, so this album gets released in the UK, and then when it gets released in the United States, you know, things have to change. So the first U.S. version of, the, uh, of it was released by United Artists, and it was retitled, Heaven is in Your Mind. Why do we do that here? Why can't we just keep it what it was? Oh, no, I know. They always have to change it. They, they think people aren't going to buy it. 
Yeah, and they changed the the cover itself and how it folds out. And I guess you know we don't like the way they do things in the UK. Uh, they added a couple of other singles to the album when it was released here: "Paper Sun," "Hole in My Shoe," and "Smiling." And also, which I don't get this part, uh, they put a short looping snippet of the song "Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush" was added in between most of the songs. Why did we do that? Why can't we just have an album where a song ends and then the next one starts? Why do we have to put that The in reason there? they do that is so people can make YouTube videos about it. <laughs> you think that's what they were doing back in 1967? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, and of course, uh, Traffic had uh, Jim Capaldi, Steve Winwood, Chris Wood, and Dave Mason uh, in the band. Dave Mason left shortly after their first album was released. So what is the time frame from Spencer Davis Group? So the Spencer Davis Group was a rock band that was formed in 1963. So Traffic was around in 68, so the Spencer Davis Group was only around about five years. Powerful. Unless, unless Steve Winwood was doing both. That's possible. Powerful. What is your favorite Steve Winwood tune? While You See a Chance is pretty good. That is a good tune. What would you guess my favorite Steve Winwood song is? Oh, God, Valerie. <laughs> you nailed it. That's <laughs> really? it. Oh, my God, yeah. That's awesome. It was the first one I yes, saw on the that's list. It's like, I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, there's a couple versions. I like the one where they it's some remix, but it starts out with the epic drum fill right in the beginning. Really? Yes, check it out. Valerie, the version with the epic drum fill. When did that come out, do you know? Good question. Look it up. All I know is 80s. <laughs> All right, we're looking up Steve Winwood, Valerie. Uh, came out in 1987. Do you know the album? Um, 87. I give up. What is it? Chronicles. Ugh. Rush. <laughs> Should have known. <laughs> and I saw uh, Getty Lee was pissed off about, he's a baseball fan. So I just saw this today, actually. Um. And he's a big Toronto Blue Jays fan. And the Toronto Blue Jays have decided that for their radio play-by-play, they're just going to pull the TV audio, the TV play-by-play. And that's what you'll hear on the radio as well, the radio and TV. And Getty Lee is not a big fan of that because he likes the radio play-by-play better than the TV play-by-play. And he's making it known that he is not happy with the Blue Jays organization. Maybe they should have, like, Bob Euchre. Well, the Brewers. I think he retired. Who's your favorite radio sports dude? Uh, the guys that used to do the Twins, that's what I grew up with listening. So my brother and I would listen to the radio, uh, the games on the Twins. It was Herb Carneal and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Jim John Gordon or Jim Gordon? I can't remember. Uh they had those powerful announcing voices, powerful, deep, rich. Yeah, they don't make them like you they smoke. Used to. Uh, no, because I'm going to need you, you to smoke. Because that's how you get that cool. Get <laughs> you that need powerful, me to pick up yeah. that that habit. Huh? Yeah, you, you need to smoke, drink a lot of black coffee, <laughs> and then you need to have powerful well, thick, whiskey too. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. You need to hang out with broads, and you need thick, powerfully thick spectacles too. Yeah, uh, you know who had a, a sweet golden voice, Vin Scully. Yes, and uh, 
The dude from used to do the Yankees play by play. You know who else had a powerfully Bills something or other. Powerfully rich, deep baritone voice. Wally Cox. Wally Cox. Who did he uh, do for? You know who Wally Cox is? I've heard of Wally Cox. Yeah. You got more homework to do. His buddy, his brother Harry was probably the better. Oh my God. Why would you make it dirty? What? Huh? Exactly. He has a brother. No, I'm just talking about Wally Cox. Oh, okay. Powerful, deep, rich baritone voice. Very soothing, very powerful. Put you to sleep type voice? Wally Cox. Yes. Wally Cox. Should I look it up right now? Go ahead. Look it up. We're doing everything real time. I'm the most powerful podcast ever created. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. The American actor, Wally Maynard Cox? Yes. If you know who Wally Cox is, please say hi to us on Twitter at Amish Bee Machine. <laughs> say hi to us. Yeah. In the television series, Mr. Peepers. What else did he do? Oh, God, what else did he do? I, I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say. You talking about films that he was in? There's a partial filmography. The Sniper, uh, the Ford 50th Anniversary Show, State Fair, Car 54. Seen that one. Seen the original. Something's got to give. Maybe something animated? I, I don't see. It's, and this is just a... Uh, it said a partial filmography. Are they purposely leaving something out? Underdog. Underdog? Was he underdog? Yes. My goodness. Yeah, this does not list underdog. Yes, powerful underdog. Why would it not list that if that was something he was known for, if that was his thing? That's his thing. He uh, was in the cockeyed cowboys of Calico County. He was Mr. Bester. That's something uh, we should watch that one. Yes, powerful. The Barefoot Executive, the Night Strangler. That sounds scary. I bet you there's a story behind that. There is. So Wally Cox. Wally Cox. Something you're going to have to look into. The voice of Underdog. Underdog. But you would never know it looking at his Wikipedia page because it's not even listed there. Did you watch Underdog? Not enough okay. to know that, no. I don't, I do you know what his lady's friend, lady friend's name was? I do not. Sweet Polly Purebred. Sweet, <laughs> Sweet Polly Purebred? Yes. That was a great show. And uh, one of the, my favorite villains on there was Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Yeah. What was he? Like another dog? He was a, he was a gangster. And he would just... Did he, he have like the hat and yeah. laugh underbite? Yeah, and he had a pinstripe suit on. Okay. And yep. he, he would pick pick up like people and just shake them for their body. <laughs> I remember <laughs> yeah. that. I remember that. Is that like the fang? He had like one fang hanging out? He was awesome. Look it up right now. Riff Raff, Underdog. Do you guys remember Underdog? If not, look it up. There's also a powerful hip-hop personality named Riff Raff. I was going to say, that's the first one that comes yes. up. It's the, the rapper. Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember. Yes. Isn't he awesome? I got to get a Riff Raff t-shirt. Heck yeah, you do. Smoking a cigar. He couldn't, uh, he couldn't be in the cartoons these days. No. They would, they would be, they'd have a trouble with a, a dog shaking down other people with a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> that is. Hashtag underdog Rick is Raff a, is over party. Underdog is a powerful show. It really is. Do you remember Tennessee Tuxedo? Um, and Chumley? I, it, uh. Rings bells. Yeah, no, when I didn't watch Chumley, that When you hear what do you think of? I think of a big stupid walrus. Or the dude from Pawn Stars, right? 
Four Pond Stars, yes. Yeah, he was named after Chumley. Was he really? Tennessee Tuxedo. My goodness. Look at the voice of Tennessee Tuxedo. I'm going to show you. Everyone needs to look that up. But Don Adams. Yes. And what Don Adams, what's his famous TV show? Was in Get Smart. Get Smart, yeah. Yes. Powerful. I'm teaching you a lot, Micah Rez. It doesn't even look like the same guy. Can be, I mean, so if you look at, so here he is in Get Smart. Well, yeah, when it was. Yeah, and then here he is, like the most recent picture of him. He looks like a badass. Yeah, he's he looks cool. like he'd be like a cool villain. In Missed a, it in, by that much in a in a movie. Yeah. He could yeah. be he could be the next Bond villain. Hey Tennessee. Yeah, I love <laughs> Tennessee Tuxedo. Powerful Commander McBrag. Are you familiar with that? Can't say that oh I am, but God. I'm going to look it up right look now up because Commander you're going to tell McBrag. me to. Commander McBrag. I got to get a Commander, two G's. I got to get a Commander McBrag T-shirt too. So, why was he big? He doesn't look like he would be very big. Commander McBrag, what he would just brag. He was full of shit. He would tell bullshit stories. Oh, he was a he was a bullshitter. Did I ever tell you the time that I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you were saying that, I was looking at that picture and yeah. I was like, "That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect." Yeah, I can see them saying yeah, that. He's just full of shit. He just tell these bullshit <laughs> stories. <laughs> he's oh, awesome. All right. See, that's why I don't like cartoons now or animated, or whatever they call it now. Anime. Yeah. Well, not even anime, but just they call it animated. You know, they don't say cartoons anymore. Animated series. I, um, the trailer they had, uh, I watched Kong versus Godzilla in the movie theater, mm-hmm. by the way. We'll get into that in a second. And they had, uh, one of the previews was for, uh, what's the basketball one? Oh, Space Jam. Yeah, Space it's Jam. coming out in July. Yeah. So they had that, so they showed all the old, old school cartoons, and that was kind of cool. Now, are you going to watch the new Space Jam? Did you watch and enjoy the old Space Jam? You know, I'm bits and pieces. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the original, and I don't think I'm going to watch the new one. No. No, with King James. Yeah. Well, anytime they unsexify the cartoon bunny, I mean, why Why would you even waste what your did time? They, and they, they canceled Pepe Le Pew. And, yeah, Pepe Le Pew's yeah. out. The bunny, the female well, bunny. I wonder is, Porky Pig, he stutters. They can't do that, right? They just can't make fun of him for stuttering. Oh, he can stutter, but you can't make fun of him. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. And then, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of LeBron anyway, either. So I probably won't watch it. I wonder how many times he like flopped in the movie. And they were probably oh, like, too soon. LeBron, stop flopping. It's just a movie. Does he cry too? Oh, you know, he does. Michael Jordan cries too. He <laughs> needs you to cry, Mike Rez. Like on cue? Yes. Type stuff. <laughs> Powerful. Have a Mike Rez crying meme? Yes. Let's get into it. Let's get into Godzilla. I just want to say King Kong versus Godzilla. That was the original, wasn't it? Yes. Godzilla versus Kong. Tell the fans a flock of Amish about your thoughts, Mike Rez. Now, we watched it two ways. Right. I watched it on TV on HBO Max. Yes. And you watched it. The way movies were designed to be made, designed to be watched on the big screen. With THX sound? Yeah, I don't even know what they're up to now. I think their Dolby Atmos is the hottest one. Is that, is that the one? It was pretty nice. Yeah, we'll get into it. But uh, I, I would assume that when I was watching it, I was like, this would have been badass in the movie theater. Yeah, go ahead and we'll get into it. So, Godzilla versus Kong, at its root, 
what it's about is a independent podcaster just trying to get people to listen to his podcast is really what it's about. <laughs> yes. If you think about it. Uh the Titans are back and they're fighting each other. It's are they clashing? Obviously, yes. Clash of the Titans, which would have been another good title for this one. It's uh picks up right where Godzilla King of the Monsters leaves off. So it's that the movie studio legendary has got their monster verse going on right now. So this is the would be the fourth movie in their monster verse and what's going on. So this will be interesting to see what's going to happen. Is this the end of it, Dags, or are they going to start? Are they going to make another couple of movies? Are they going to do another Kong? Are they going to do another Godzilla? Or are they going to do another Titan movie altogether? Because they're kind of pulling from the Titans from the old Japanese Titan movies. Um, there was a whole series of these movies. So in this movie, you see the battle between Kong and Godzilla, and they talk about how it goes back. I like how they say ancient times, which is kind of like just the generic blanket, where they don't have to tell you exactly how many years their ancestors have been fighting. They just It just goes back to ancient many times. Many moons ago, ancient times. Yeah. Um, Prophecies. Yeah, something called Hollow Earth in this movie yes which is a, a very it, it's important to the movie as far as origins go but they don't really go into exactly how hollow earth and the origins of godzilla and king kong uh play together but maybe that's what the another movie will be i have a feeling they're gonna wait to see how this does in the box office before they decide to do a second or third or i guess would be the fifth movie in the monster verse how are the numbers now looking uh well let's look let's look it up. Yes. This is all real time folks. No editing. So this is with the pandemic and everything, this is weird. They uh so they released it on a Wednesday instead of a Friday. So I I don't know if we'll have box office numbers, but let's find out. But is out. it usually Thursday night? Is that when the, the old school movies? Well, it would be like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then technically well they got rid Friday. of midnight movies because of that Joker shooting, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So let's look up uh, the Godzilla. Oops. Okay. See if we got any numbers. Uh, so far, it has grossed $45.8 million domestically and $165 million globally. That's crazy. And it's only, it's only been since Wednesday. For pandemic times, too. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a pretty big number, because uh, considering that the one that was released on HBO Max prior to this was Tom and Jerry... And that was also in the theaters too. Yeah, that was a cartoon too. Yeah, yeah. That's that only has fourteen million to date, and that was released two weeks before. You want some powerful cartoon trivia too? Yeah, let's go. Tom and Jerry. What was Tom's original name on Tom and Jerry? Oh, I used to know this one too, and I don't know it right off the top of my head. Jasper. 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 Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was. I thought I knew that. Look it up, Jasper. Don't look it up. I'm not going to look that. Yeah. Up. Your thumbs are bleeding right now. I know. It's got Oh, calluses. by the way, any, on Twitter I talked about this, but anyone that uses their index finger to use on a smartphone is weirdo. If I do this? Yeah, that's weird. Why Have you ever weird? watched people do that? And actually, I was just thinking, I was like, how does that look? Cause it's, it's weird. It's, yeah, you're supposed to use your thumb. Don't ever oppose Yeah, but then you thumbs. get your, that, that weird thumb... Well, thing remember, going on now. they had Nintendo thumb and a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of like Nintendo purple thumb. tunnels and uh, there's a tendon that has to be cut I think, now. Yeah, 
Elon Musk had a problem with carpal tunnel or some sort of tunnel. He was bored. He made a tunnel. Bored and tunnel. Yeah, he has the boring company. Only Elon Musk would name a company the boring company. <laughs> and get away with it. Yeah, I'm coming out with something called the lame company. Yeah, then the stock market goes crazy because he yes. said he was going to do something stupid again. What are your thoughts on this movie? Like, what did you think? And we'll try not to give away too much, but I mean, we're talking about Well, what did you it, say? So. I mean, you talked about the actual movie, but let's get into your thoughts first. It was good for what it is. It's a movie about a giant gorilla beating up a giant lizard and vice versa. Let me ask you this. Going into it, were you neutral? You thought you'd like it or you'd hate it? I was neutral. I, I didn't have good. high expectations, but I was, I was so looking to watch negative. it. Yeah. I mean, it, I was just trying to watch it as, as a form of entertainment. Like I go into a lot of these action movies, you know, you're, you go in, you're hoping you come out entertained and that's what I did at the end of the movie. I was entertained. So I, I liked it that way. Um, what I liked about this one. So the Godzilla King of the Monsters, I think they focus too much on the human stories in that one. And in this one, you don't get too much of the human stories. You get more of the Kong and the Godzilla. Like, why are they fighting? Where did they come from? Um, and then you you see, like, uh, in Hollow Earth, you, you find out some things about Kong. More about... It's, this movie was more about Kong than Godzilla, but I, uh, I came out entertained, so I, I enjoyed it. Powerful. Thank you for your thoughts on that. My thoughts going into it were going to be negative. That was going to be horrible. Yeah. So I wanted to see it on the big screen. Just to reinforce how horrible yes. it was going to be. And first of all, just the, I went with a young member of the flock of Amish. Yeah. And that was fun. Did they enjoy it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. And the cool part is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not even going to, you know, you do the Minnesota accent and it sticks. I don't even care. We're from Minnesota. Deal with it. But it was exciting going back to the movie theater. It really was. Is that your first time back? Yeah. For how long? I can't even remember the last movie. Since March? I saw. At least since March of 2020. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Epic to go there. I got the icy. I enjoy the icy. Nice. Popcorn with movie theater butter. Yeah, but it's all hands-free, no touch, no rub and everything. Oh. So they give you the Gotta thing of popcorn. And then they give you a little, this little tub of that, uh, that grease they give you, you know, the fake butter. Right. So they give you this tub of oil and then they give you all these salt <laughs> packets. But the problem is they fill the popcorn up. So you can't put anything in there. No, because you can't shake it. You know, you'd have to have like half out, then do the butter topping and then put some, you know, shake it up. So what I had to do, I had the full bag and I had to pour that oil all over it and then salt, you know. Right. And then hope it worked its way down did you by any chance go to an amc theater i did so here's a movie hack for you and the flock listen up order your popcorn get the large ask for a box they have popcorn boxes back there and you get it and you can dump half of the bag into that box and give it to whoever you're with and you both get a little thing of butter and you're both covered that way and then you throw some m&ms in there Wow. Powerful. Yeah. You got to ask for the box. Yes. Normally I go with the nachos too, but I did, I did get sticker shock on the prices. Have they gone? Well, yeah, they've I, gone up. They've I bet. gone up. <laughs> they've gone up. 
you gotta help the or my memory was erased yeah but so how much how much did you get out of the movie theater with what do you less mean? or less with yeah like how much was it can you do you mind telling i think the ic was seven bucks so did you get out of there under 50 or was it over 50 oh somewhere in there are we counting the movie too <laughs> well i know if you count the yeah. movie you're you're but anyway, 50. so I got the icy, and what you do with the icy is you do three flavors. Oh, do you three. do that? Do you what do they call that? Suicide when you go up and down the yep, take a little bit. Yeah, uh, let me guess. Uh, they had blue raspberry. Oh my god, I love you know, I love blue raspberry. Yep, and then they had cherry, cherry, and coke. Yes, very good. See, all three. Did you? Did you? Is there a way to do it so you can get all three of at once, or do you have to put them in layers? I did layers, yeah. Kind of like the little sand thing you do at the fair, you know, when you fill up the different... Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. They should make the see-through cup so you can see the different layers. Yes. Just like I sand am. art. <laughs> <laughs> made sand art out of my ices. It was transparent. Was it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And they have the cool dome, too. Yeah, the dome is where it's at. Well, You can fit more in there. Yeah, and the expansion, too. Right. Kind of like that spray insulation. You spray it and then, oh, you know, <laughs> that's what yeah, the IC foam, does, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it was powerful. Going back to the movie theater was cool. Nice. And one of my favorite favorite parts of going to the movie is the previews. I love them. Now, you said they had uh, Space Jam was one of the previews. Do you remember any of the other previews? Yeah, they had some, uh, one about this scary haunted house. I don't remember the name. It was like something house, summer house. That's not a PG-13 horror movie, is it? Because those suck. I know. No, I didn't. nothing looked good. None of the previews. Obviously, I don't even remember them. So. Right. But that's one of my favorite parts of preview. And then in the movie starts, you know, they always have the cool intro to hear the sound system. Yep. And then they always have that Maria Menounez oh, yes. stuff going on before. So I wanted to talk about this movie. Obviously, this is a popcorn movie. It's not Citizen Kane. No. You know, it's not um, Lawrence of Arabia. It's not Predator. You know, it's not a fine film. No. It's just a popcorn film, King Kong. So I went into it negative. But all in all, I liked it. It was entertaining. Yeah. And you know, the, the one thing I brought up, so I was watching with uh, two of my kids, and, and the one I, I said, uh, the scene where Kong is on the, the carrier. Yes. You always like, have them. Yep. I was like, look at that. He's like, CGI water. That looks like water. Holy crap. It's getting really good now. So the ocean part of that movie, the CGI is spot on. So, so I want to I wanna talk about that because I saw it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And how big is your TV? Uh, 42 inches. Okay. So I saw it in the movie theater and it didn't. It looked very, the CGI looked like three different companies made it did you notice that on your tv no not at all like middle earth so yep. the, the, the graphics and everything look totally different from the ocean ho- part hollow earth what did i say you said middle earth yeah You're whatever going back to the lord of the ring yeah. days well that's yeah, what, we, that, we made a lot of lord of the ring references yeah. when they i mean started hollow earth, middle that. earth right so that part looked different from the ship part looked different from the battle in hong kong and i it was noticeable on a big screen it wasn't noticeable at, on my tv we didn't even that we didn't even flinch, didn't even come up. Was it four K your TV? No. Nope, wasn't four K. Yeah. It's available in four K, but it was not we did not watch it in four K. See, I think you did yourself an injustice. Because that movie is all about 
CGI. And it's a nitpick. Yeah. The CGI looked different. And, and what's going on now is the CGI is almost has an animated look to it. Like CGI used to go to like hyper realism. And now it's almost, you know, I always talk about sepia tones and filters and right. They always, they shoot everything. I don't know to hide, hide it, but they always shoot everything in like sunrise and sunset. Yeah. It's always raining. It's always at night. It's probably, yeah, you're right. It's probably to hide the, the deficiencies of CGI. But that's one thing I picked up on is the different look of all the CGIs. And then some of the cool stuff I liked, I liked, I like, who did you like? I liked, did you like King Kong or Godzilla as a character? Like who was cool? I think I was, I trended more towards Kong, but that's because most of the movies about him, yeah. he, he was on the screen a lot more. Yeah. I mean, it's, it should be just Kong, you know, feet, feet Godzilla. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I did like how they had, they put in little, uh, they had one little Godzilla scream that wasn't as earth shattering as like when I saw Jurassic Park in the movie theater yep. and the T-Rex. Yeah. That T-Rex roar. Yes. That just shook the movie theater. Yeah. And this, I, I feel his roar should have been louder. I liked how they had some people running. They made a reference to that. <laughs> I liked uh, King Kong when he was hanging off the building. Yeah. They yeah, a, that was, I did see, I was like, well, there's his Empire State yeah, Building. Yeah, Empire State Building. Uh, yeah, in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Donkey Kong, I kept thinking right. about too. <laughs> I like, uh, they made Hong Kong look like a uh, 80s synthwave nightclub well that's yeah that's what i was gonna say did you notice all the synth wave yeah oh yeah definitely Tons actually of it so we we're watching it uh and one of my kids looks at me and says hey look it's your nitro wave tc guys yes <laughs> yeah everything was neon and yep. atmospheric um, the music too yeah that part with the uh in hong kong yes yeah it it would i would say that that was it changed to a different type of movie as far as feeling goes when they got to Hong Kong. Um, and, you know, it's the climax of the movie, but uh, it, you know, like you said, there's lots of neon, the music changed, the action picked up. So I think they were trying to make you, you know, it was a different feel to the whole thing. So what did you think of the kids? Yeah, like that Billy Bob Thornton and what's his name <laughs> from the Stranger 80s show? Um, I think they were fine. Like I said, this movie wasn't really focused on the human parts of it. I mean, there was. Like on the Kong side, because Kong was in in it more, so those characters from Monarch and Kong were in the movie more. So those you got those human stories, but like Millie Bobby Brown, um, and her dad, her dad from the last King, uh, Godzilla movie, King of Monsters, uh, he has barely any screen time in this movie, uh, which was fine because I think those stories were told in the last Godzilla movie, so you don't really need those characters in this one as much so i think it was a good balance um between that uh but most of the story is about kong and godzilla so that's that's good because sometimes you get some movies that are like they'll name them after the characters you want to see and then they'll show you like 55 minutes of a love story that you really don't care about like pearl the movie pearl harbor was that way i went into that wanting to watch action and planes in world war ii and instead i got josh hartnett and batman fighting over a chick yeah i liked uh the hollow earth i thought that was kind of cool 
It looked really cool on the big screen. I don't know how it translated on your TV. That looked fine. It wasn't terrible. I, I mean, it was, I think them getting to Hollow Earth would have looked really cool on the big screen. It, did you see Avatar uh, in the movie theater? Not in the movie theater, oh. no. Because that that's something else that it's, it's not going to look good on a 42-inch TV, especially not 4K. Oh, yeah, but it looked like it would be pretty cool. If you get a chance, you should see uh, Godzilla in, on the big screen. In the big, on the big screen. Yeah. I, I really, I think I want to. The colors are, you talk about Synthwave? Yeah. The colors are amazing. I'm sure they are. Like when he's, we're not trying to give away too much, but when he's down there, and can we talk about the axe or not? Is that, I, you know, whatever. We're trying not to give anything away, but Some anyway, we to talk about the special effects and that. Yeah. lights him up it's it's spectacular on the big screen is it that's cool yeah it really is yeah yeah that's awesome but the only thing is like i was nitpicking it looks like three different companies did it because each one has this different filter different look the cgi looks different in all these different scenes that's possible you never know what what they went through or maybe it was three different like yeah uh special effects directors or something i like the move uh Hong did to the rigs move from lethal weapon. Oh. You know that? Isn't that <laughs> yeah. awesome? I, that that seemed so. They gave uh between the two, they gave Kong a lot more like human things. Yeah. Probably because the whole ape yeah. human interaction movies and and things you know we you know evolved from apes or whatever. But so they gave him more human. Well, then talk in traits. I know they always have problems with the scale though, but the scale goes up and down. Oh in that yeah, movie. oh yeah. <laughs> sometimes he looks huge, other times he's not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and sometimes he looks like a gorilla, and sometimes he looks like a chimpanzee to me. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. No. Okay, I'm gonna have to look at that now. Okay, because uh, it's interesting. Because uh, gorillas, you know, walk. They don't walk upright. Sometimes they will. And chimpanzees kind of have a different gait to the way they walk. Yeah, and you know, now that you're mentioning the gait and yeah. how you walked, it's like, yeah, they do go back and forth between yeah. gorilla and Because sometimes chimp. he's more gorilla-like and sometimes he's more chimpanzee-like. Yeah, maybe they did that on purpose just to show you that he's not one species over the other. He's just a primate that, you know, for whatever reason, is a titan. Yeah. A different race of That was primate. weird because I went into it thinking it would be horrible. It was actually a fun movie to watch. It was a It's entertaining. It was yeah. a popcorn movie, it really was. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be bored. No, and you know, all the, the human part is all dumb, you know. They're all dumb characters. I like the podcasting though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always great when you watch a movie and there's a character that podcasts and everyone looks at you in the room and they're like, "Oh, that's you." <laughs> it's like, "Shut up." Yeah. So, but it was a good I actually liked his character. He, what know, did you think of the typical scientist podcaster. lady? Uh, she was fine. Yeah. I didn't mind that. Kind of character. annoying. Kind of annoying, but yeah. you know, what yeah. do you, it's a character that you have yeah. to have. The uh What do you think of the villain that was pretty just standard? Uh that was a Bond villain. Yeah. Like it was Apex. I mean, come on. Yeah. So but yeah, I mean he but yeah, he was okay. I I you have to have a villain, I guess. Bad guy. What did you think of I don't want to talk about it, but the the surprise? character can we say that or not um what are your thoughts on it i i knew it was coming actually yeah but, I knew. What did, but the actual character what did you think i think it was okay I think they did a, they actually they probably did a good job on that i don't know how it could have been better 
but it definitely could have been worse. I mean, they could have just like just flashed it on there for like ten minutes, and then that's all you got. At least you kind of knew how it worked out and how it became what it was. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was that was a little. They could have done away with that. You think so? Yeah, I think they should have showed a new character or you know kind of sneak peeked a new one or. Yeah, but they. I think it kind of just feeds into okay. We did that one now. We can move on. No, I, I mean, I get it, but yeah. how about the smog monster? Do you remember that? No. Yeah, there was a character, because back then, smog, you know, pollution. Sure. So now it'd be you know, some cool global warming monster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but don't you know, nature is returning now that yes. the pandemic's here. Yes. So there couldn't be a smog monster. No. Yeah, they'd have to wait till next year. Yeah. When, when everything opens up again. No, yeah, it's it's a fun, dumb movie. It's cool. I liked Kong. He was cool. Yeah. So now the question is, what are they going to do? I don't, how many other Titans did they not include in the last two movies? Could they make an, and when they if they make a, a another movie in this monster verse? I don't know who else. I want Godzuki. Oh yeah, Godzuki, Godzilla's kid. Yes. Do you think Godzilla was too evil in this movie? If uh, Kind of, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. It kind of worked out because somebody had to be the the antagonist. No, I get it. And there was a reason but why he seemed, was the antagonist. Looking back, and you're looking back as a kid, remembering the old Godzilla, did did he seem mean or just kind of misunderstood? Uh, Growing up, I always thought Godzilla was one of those characters that just needed to destroy things. He's always destroying. But did you Japan. get a sense he was evil, or was it more cartoony? No, it was more cartoony growing yeah. up. Yeah, those uh, the old Godzillas, they were just more fun to watch. I mean, you know, then they always showed like the model tanks getting destroyed. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to talk about. The military, the military was really bad in this one. There wasn't much. No, and it wasn't one. accurate, and it the weapons were were wrong. I didn't want to nerd out too much about that. <laughs> And then they were more accurate in the last Godzilla movie. Yeah, and then I had weird I got weird feelings about the military in this one and the way they portrayed it. So th- that's getting low marks for me on the military. Right. My favorite part is when Millie Bobby Brown was able to get on the military base to talk to her dad. Oh, it made sense. <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the day. Yeah, it made sense. <laughs> she was like, "Why aren't you in school?" And I was like, "How in the hell did you get on a military base?" Geez, the security there is not very good. And I don't like how weapons have no effect, but you keep using them. You know? <laughs> yeah, like when they when they were shooting their machine guns at Kong and he just like swatted swatted things away. It's like But Kong is flesh and blood, no, right? No blood even. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Godzilla makes more sense if those weapons don't work because he's half nuclear. Yeah, he's energy. radioactive. Which yep. is Makes a really cool noise when he charges up his his dorsal fins or whatever they're called. Yeah, so. he's kind of like a half Stegosaurus, half T Rex. Yeah, although we did notice uh, his arms are a little longer than a T Rex. Yeah, so he could get stuff off like the medium high shelf. Yeah, he's changed over the years. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I did like I did like how they they made references towards the end of the old Godzilla's, and I like how. He always has to walk away into the sunset, you know, <laughs> right off into the sunset. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That was, uh, it, 
that was a throwback to the old King Kong versus Godzilla when they yeah. both kind of went their own ways. They sure yeah, Godzilla always went back, you know. Yep. Just it, wants to be left alone. Yeah. I don't know. Did we talk about before the the old Godzillas? The uh it was the same generation uh that played Godzilla in those movies. So the first guy played it and then his son took over for him when he retired, and then that guy's son took over for him when he retired. So it was wow. like grandfather, father, son that took that played Godzilla in all the Godzilla movies in Japan. That's awesome. Yeah, same family. That's Did you ever sweet. see One Crazy Summer? With uh, Bobcat Goldwaith, where he plays. Yeah, there's Godzilla. a Godzilla, right? Yeah, yeah, where he eats in the suit and he's going crazy. <laughs> so the guy's smoking a cigar. <laughs> That's right. He's he throws, throws it, he throws it in, there. in his mouth. And then they have the Japanese. <laughs> they have the Japanese developer has this right. cityscape, and he's he's it's just brilliant. And he's destroying everything. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen One Crazy Summer, it's one of the finest films ever made. Bobcat Goldwaith is hilarious in there. Oh, I forgot about remember, that movie. I tell story about a little fat boy. Do you remember that? <laughs> he goes, were you that little fat boy? <laughs> you gotta see it. One crazy. Uh, it's 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 politically incorrect now. We can't even talk about it. No. But. Isn't uh, Better Off Dead kind of in that same oh, vein of movie, right? That. Yes. Better Off Dead is another one. Two dollars. Yes, I want my two dollars. <laughs> The guy who snorts everything, booger. Yeah. Sorry, your mom <laughs> blew up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I just saw the uh, the actress that plays the the French exchange oh, student. Wow. I just saw a picture of what she looks now. Almost, almost hasn't changed. Really? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's uh, she's still striking. Yes. That is a great. Can movie. I say that? Striking. I mean, yeah. Yes. When I'm talking about women's appearances. I don't know what I can and can't say. Oh, yes, you can. Okay. You, you can compliment a woman on her outfit. Great. Yes. Well, then, yes, she is striking. By the way, that's a good-looking T-shirt there, Mike Arrest. Thank you. Would you say it's striking? It is. It's stunning. Thank you. Powerful. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this powerful episode today. We had a great show. We talked about Godzilla versus Kong. Song of the Day is Mike Arrest by Traffic. Dear Mr. Fantasy. Yes, Dear Mr. Fantasy. Great show. Uh, don't forget, we have powerful movies to give away. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Got a good one coming up, too. So Let's get a shout-out in here. Oh, yeah, let's do that. It's been a while since yeah. we've done a shout-out. Here on Mars. Wow. Thanks. Thanks, Here on Mars. Yes. Is that at Here on Mars? It is. Wow. At Here on Mars. And then after Mars is a, one of those underscores, isn't it? Little line underneath. Yeah, an underscore. Yes, yes. Perfect. That must mean that somebody else has that Twitter handle without the underscore. Yeah, is that usually what, it what is? that means. Yeah. Okay. They're like, oh, you can't have that one, but you can have this one. We'll just throw an underscore in there. Somewhere. So Mars is the Roman god of war. Mike Rez, what is the Greek god of war? Poseidon. Ares. That's what I said. Yes. Thanks for listening. Didn't Ares get shot in the heel with an arrow? Yes. He was dipped in brass <laughs> in the river Styx, I believe. Oh, sure. That's where John the Baptist hung out, right? Powerful. Powerful. Another episode. Thanks for listening, guys. We just ask you one thing. Oh, look at the lava lamp is turning nah, It's gone crazy now. Yeah, we always fire up. I always fire up the lava lamp that's, too that's late. When you, that's when you know that our lava, yeah. our episode's over. Yeah, it's kind of like the <laughs> clock in the wall. It just fell off. It's time to end this episode. Make sure you tell a friend about our podcast. 
and you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.